This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to the Super Cast. I'm Joel, joined by David McDonald. It is Wednesday 22nd of December. This is episode 190. As I say, just before I hit record, no foreplay for us today, Dave. We'll get straight in. We're not even grabbing the loop to, <laughs> to get started off. God, I hope my parents don't hear this. I know. <laughs> and I just scream at the top of my lungs, just fuck me, Joel. <laughs> That's how we start. And then three... Two, one, with the countdown began. That's that's how professional broadcasters start an award-winning podcast. That is loved by everyone. Everyone. I say that. In it's our festive episode, David. It is. It's going to be full of goodwill and Christmas cheer. I am, uh, I'm actually excited. We are... Uh, I mean, look, everybody's going through it with the resurgence of a... Uh, a COVID nineteen. I don't know. Is this, is this twenty? Is this would this be twenty one? I don't know. Who knows? But uh, look, we're all vaxxed up. I got more tests. I've been taking all week, fucking week, just so I can see people on the holidays. It's been crazy. They shut. Can, down- I, can I put you in a bad mood? We got a hilarious uh, YouTube review. A, YouTube comment. A YouTube review. I know. I know. Like no one does anything with YouTube. So basically. Uh, Voices of Wrestling uploads our videos. I, I don't know if it's Rich doing it manually or it happens automatically. But uh, yeah, every podcast on Voices of Wrestling goes up on their YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Including ours. All right. So <laughs> I'm just going to open it up here so I can oh. get, get the exact quote. Like very few people use the channel, to be fair. Uh, so, oh no, the comment's gone. What? I don't know if someone deleted it. Oh, if I'm looking at the wrong episode, I will find it. Though. I'm sure it's there. Can you give me that? Can you give me a general gist? <sighs> I hate these fuckers, and uh, they're so negative, and 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 they're always wrong about the things they say. Is that? Let me guess. I want to do it justice, David. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. Oh, great. <laughs> 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 not vaccinated. I think I'm going to make a decision to not listen to this anymore. Enjoy your 55 listeners. Hope you feel safe. Ah, <laughs> ain't that nice? <laughs> and I, I was so close to replying. Uh, I was g- just going to say something along the lines of, well, it would have been 56, but <laughs> you're going to die anyway. So it would just go back down to 55. So. Uh, <laughs> you fucking twat. Oh, that's great. Yeah, whatever. Go ahead. Wait, fucking... Do you, you want some more exciting news? Yeah, yeah, please. So, Takami Obari has just joined Twitter. Oh, is he following us? Should we tweet him? Yeah. He's not. I've literally just started following him, but I think we should tweet him. I think you should. I know you got I know what you got you to I know what your first tweet's going to be, Dan. Tag him. You know what it's going to be. Begins with a C. <laughs> you're a cunt <laughs> no, no. oh that's terrible that would be that would be a poor taste I'm saying 
What's what's the, what's the phrase that pays? Chapin, chapin. Chapin. <laughs> <laughs> we could have gone in so many different directions. We could have asked him to, you know, pl- plug our uh, awards ballot. We could yeah. do what a lot of other people are doing, tell him to fire Dick Togo, get rid of the house and torture. But <laughs> we're just we're going to teach chapin, chapin. Just chapin, chapin. Just just tag him on chapin, chapin, and see what he does. Ah, okay. uh, that'd be that'd be wonderful. Ah, uh, so can I say Chapin Chapin, welcome to Twitter? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think that's I think that'd be perfect because um one, it's timely, and two, um we're set we're extending well wishes. So yep, I think that would be the I I think that it would be the uh I, I, I can't think of a better tweet, to be honest. Especially for his first time. Okay, done. There we go. Wow, you did do it. Wow, I wasn't serious, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, do you want to delete it? <laughs> no, don't delete it. No, 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 don't delete it. Don't delete it. Leave it. Because that's what we do. Because <laughs> we're fucking pricks. Uh, there it is. You did it. I just uh, logged in. Chapin, Chapin, welcome to Twitter. <laughs> you're, you're a maniac. I love it. Ah, cool. Could, could have had a chance to build a little relationship there to say hi. We're the, you know, the, the leading English-speaking fan podcast. Oh, Looking forward to working together to you know get. But no, just chap and chap. Just chap and chap and yeah, yeah. You know, that's our olive branch. That's a, I mean, listen, everybody wants to get that. Everybody wants to get the chap and chap and you know, we talked about that on the previous show. Um, and look. People are doing it from what I understand. Am I right, Joel? I mean, people are actually uh, making it work for themselves from what I understand. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to not name names to protect the innocent, but we have gotten screenshots. <laughs> we absolutely. Yeah, so it does work for some people. Not for me. No. <laughs> my my attempt at chapping, chapping, and chapping fucking got uniquely uh, no sold by my dear wife. Yeah. Mine just got a, a question mark emoji. But we got one, man. Whew. He he chucked it right in there, and and she was all about it, all all about it. Uh, so good. Listen, some people it's a home run. Some people, you know, you got to swing for the fences, Joel. You got to you got to you know you're up you're up at the plate. You know, there's no uh, swing swing for the fences. You're there you're there to hit a home run. You might not always hit that home run, but swing for the fences. That's that's my motto. Um, you know, I got a text. Speaking of people that don't like us and comments that don't like us, um, I got a text from um, not from you know, not. I'll, I'll, let me share the story. So uh, I get a text from uh, the boys from Keeping It Strong Style, and apparently there was a big Reddit thread about us. <laughs> There's always a Reddit thread about us. Is They're there Reddit fucking hate our statement every time? Voices of wrestling get brought up. It's, that's usually how it starts off. That's how it was. About, yeah, that's what it was. About yeah. VOW. And then we catch a load of stray bullets because they absolutely despise us. Yeah. Like you could just do, not that I want to, but if you just do like a Reddit search of Super Jcast, it's just the same shit over and over again. Is it? They hate us. What can I say? I don't know why. I don't know what we did. I do. What, what do we <laughs> do? The fact that I'm constantly insulting them on the podcast, <laughs> they know I've got absolute contempt for them. <laughs> and, and, and again, like bless them, keeping it strong, soul boys. They they work really hard to cultivate the Reddit. Yeah, they can have audience. Them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they can have them. I don't want people like that on my side. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I was. But, yeah. Probably the constant insults. Uh, the fact that we like to make fun of AEW, who are the sort of sacred cow at the moment amongst reddit and um our political views because 
Yeah. We, we you know, we, we don't hide that stuff. And I think that's probably alienated a big chunk of uh, yeah. listeners and, and Redditors. But I regret nothing. Nah, Fuck me neither. People. I got to be honest with you. I don't know. I, I, that's what I said. I, they were, they, and they were cool because they defended us and all. And I was like, you didn't have to do all that. I appreciate it, man. I really do. But understand, we don't give a shit. <laughs> like, and they're like, no, neither do we. But, you know, we you know, I just wanted to make sure that was said. But I was like, I appreciate it. But I was like, oh, my God. That was my Saturday. I woke up to that Saturday morning. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? You know what? what you know what I mean? Like, please. Oh, Lord. Why? Yeah, so, some of the my favorite segments in this podcast have come from people taking shots at me on Reddit. So. Really? Oh, that's a shame. All right. Well, listen, uh, you know, we. I listen, I have no animosity toward anyone. I don't give a shit. But, you know, I don't care if you like it. I really don't care if you like it or you don't. I do it. I say it a million times. I do it for me and you. It just happens to get posted. Yeah, that's the plan, isn't it? It's a systematically alienate every single yes. listener until it's just you and me having a private conversation. That's, that'd be, that's that's we're, we're about three listeners sure, shy of it right now. <laughs> okay, I've got a very sleepy little Esther who's just staggered oh, into the room no. looking, looking all confused. So oh. I'm going to set you up with something and then escort her to her mother's bed. Okay. Um, our awards. So mm. can you... Talk to people about our year-end awards, which are the, the link to the voting ballot is pinned to our Twitter profile, so you can find that there. Um, David, talk about awards for a bit, please. I certainly will, while you take care of all the things that uh, you get your hands full with the two little ones. Um, again, 5 o'clock in the morning out there for, for Joel. Um, our awards. Let's talk about those awards. So it's a year-end tra- tradition. And uh, why stop now? Why let a little uh, a little COVID nineteen stop anybody and uh, clap crowds and all that stuff? Why stop now? So it's there. Your voice can be heard. Speaking of voices, your voices can be heard. Uh, we're proud of them, and we know that uh, people do take them seriously, and we know people. Do listen to them. I don't think anybody changes any booking plans or anything like that. But um, for for many years, we have done this, and it has been a uh, success. And again, it allows you to be, you know, to have your voices be heard. And I think that's the most important part. And uh, our vast and diverse listenership um, helps support that mission. So uh, you can find the link. On, yeah, it's pinned right there uh, on our Twitter account. Um, all the usual topics, wrestler of the year and tag team of the year and most improved. And you're, you're voting for your top three. And again, it's a weighted scale as we do every single year. Your first place vote is the most important. It'll get, I think it's five points. Your second place uh, gets three, and your third place gets one, and that gets weighted, and away we go. That's how we do it every single year. I think the only one that we don't weight is um, favorite and least favorite. Um, I think it's just just we're just counting votes at that point. So um, I don't know well, exactly. I added a little bonus category at the end. I did see the bonus category. Way. Yes, um, it, it is. Uh, help me out. It is what is it? Blank. You fill in the blank of something of the year. Am, am I wrong in that? Yeah, so you make your own category, so mm. of the year, and then tell us your winner for that category. We got some good ones already. So really, I, I said there, like the funniest ones we'll read out on the show. So nice, get your creative juices flowing. 
Yep. Quite so, a few chuckles scrolling through that. Yep. So blank of the year. Uh, uh, that that's that's going to be fun. Um, I think I'm going to say right now. I think if if I'm a betting man, which I am, I would say uh, least favorite is going to be a two dog race. Right. Uh, we're talking Dick Togo. We're talking. You know, it might be three. You could throw Evil in there. I was going to say, usually Giotto is usually the guy who 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 eats that pin on that one, right? Um, I don't know. I think we got some t- contenders for least favorite. But again, least favorite, your favorite, of course, wrestler of the year, tag team of the year, all the usuals. When, when is the cutoff date, Joel? What are we doing the cutoff date for? Good question. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> thought that far ahead. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I was surprised we got the help. Yeah. I was like, there we go. My, my work's done. Yep, yep. Uh, what do you say we do? Um, let's go right up into... Well, we can't because... Well, we can. We can do whatever the fuck we want, honestly. Um, pick a date in January. You want to say January 4th? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. That's like Make it easy the for end everybody. of the current season of New Japan Pro Wrestling, isn't it? Yep. January 4th is the reset button. So that's when you vote on everything that happened previous. So, uh, yep, we'll make it January 4th. So that doesn't give you much time. It doesn't give you much time, but uh, it shouldn't be that difficult. It should take you five minutes and away you go and you get your vote in and you, you, you feel good. You feel good about yourself um, as we move on. We always get at least one person bitching at us in the mentions because – they didn't participate in the nominations process, which is an open process, and uh, we left out whatever uh, mental fringe pick they had. However, we fucked up, David. Uh-oh. We fucked up big time. We owe apologies. You are familiar with Lord Gideon Gray. I am familiar from uh, Rev Pro, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Mm-hmm. So Lord Gideon Gray, of all people, tweeted us and said, listen... I tolerate you as an entity, but this is getting close to the last straw. Yeah. Why on earth is the Great Ocon not an option on every question of your awards? This is point. an injustice. So point. I fixed it now. I've <laughs> removed all the other <laughs> nominees and just put the Great Ocon for everything, as it should be. As it should, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to lie. It, it, uh, he'll be in the running for many an award. Uh, tag team, right up there. Most improved, right up there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if everyone. But uh, yeah, he'll be in the mix for lots of stuff. So that's why it was good. Uh, look, we're getting uh, we're getting some feedback for, from some Rev Pro superstars. So uh, awesome, good to hear, good to hear. You know who always puts him also over? Got some Kevin Kelly. Yeah, Kevin Kelly always puts him over. Right? He's great. Getting great is awesome. We need we need more. <laughs> we need fewer managers like Dick Togo and more like Lord Eating Gray. You got that right. Uh, we also got some feedback from. Our, one of our favorite dads, John, who says, being that there was a pandemic and New Japan kind of focused on New Japan Pro Wrestling of America, was there consideration for doing a category for both in the year-end awards? I know that's a lot of work, but do you feel they deserve to be split? No, I feel like they deserve to be in the mix. I don't even, I don't think they and, – and I will go so far as to say there are people on that roster that should be winning awards or at least placing high. No, I don't want to separate them. No. Uh, I mean, I, I don't even think it was a conscious decision on our part, but they deserve just as much credit, if not more in some cases, to be right in the mix, right in the regular old awards. No need to separate them because I think their work speaks of itself. Yep. 
that that's my thought anyway. Well, sticking with New Japan of USA, I would like to start off talking about Strong this week. Ah. So we had a detonation from the Riverside Municipal Auditorium, where we open up with the DKC and who, who again? The, the DKC and Kevin Knight against Brogan Finley and Jordan Clearwater. Okay, uh, Kevin Knight gets a lot of love, and rightly so, as I think one of the most talented young lions they got in the LA Dojo at the moment, but. I don't see much love for the DKC and I thought he was really good here and I think he's very talented in general. He's very explosive and, and dynamic and he's always just like fired up. It's like straight from the bell. He's like straight to 100% like, ah! and he's, you can clearly see that he's just giving everything and he's just so passionate and, and just desperate to make it work for him. So I always enjoy watching the DKC. I thought he really stood out in this match. And the second match was a six-man tag with Black Tiger, J.R. Kratos, and Royce Isaacs against Rocky Romero, David Finley, Juice Robinson. So we're keeping this little mini fugue with Black Tiger, who I assume is Ricky Reyes, and Rocky Romero. And, mm-hmm. you know, anytime you're going to give me a six-man, multi-man tag match with Team Filthy on Strong, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to enjoy it. And this was no different. And the main event was the Strong Openweight Championship, Tom Lawler, defeating Fred Rosser in his sixth defense after 24 yeah. minutes, 28 seconds by a rear naked choke. So Tom Lawler retains the strong open championship. And yeah, I told you uh, over text yesterday, I was like, you, you've got to check this one out. Because for me, this might have been one of maybe, maybe the best New Japan strong match of the year. And these are two guys who, if rumors are to be believed, have uh, are under contract with New Japan. And, and not too many of those strong wrestlers are. So I thought this is a real acid test to see, you know, can, have these guys deserved it? You know, do they deserve it based on this showing? So what did you think of the match, David? Love it. I really did. I thought it was really good. And, you know, we talk about year-end awards. I didn't see that match. Maybe I overlooked it. But was that included in any of the year-end awards? Uh, no, this took Just place cut. after I put the ballot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a shame because it's it's it could be in it's and look I don't think it's a year end award winner, but you could definitely make an argument for it to place. Um, it's one of the better strong matches period through its the, the entire year. Um, if we had separate categories, I would have absolutely no hesitation in putting it in the mix to be nominated. Um. I think Tom Lawler is so spectacularly underrated that, like, I feel like this Wrestle Kingdom. I think I'm more disappointed in 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 the fact that he's not there that we know of. Um, more than anything else, more than any other guy uh, that could possibly be on that roster, I think that. That one sucks the most to me. Like to have, yeah, I've been saying for months. Like if I if I could choose one wrestler, one faction to be the first to cross over and go to Japan, it would be Team Filthy without yep. hesitation. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's not a guy that's that's a New Japan roster guy that I don't care who it is. I would take him over any guy that's not on that Wrestle Kingdom card. Um, and then, you know, so what are you going to do? 
you know, we'll just let him carry the load uh, here in the States. And I think he's doing a fantastic job. I think, I think, I think the one thing that the promotion got right, and they got many things right this year, but you know, one of the things that I think is top of the list is not only strong and the way that it presents just the great stake of pro wrestling in the sense that you don't need anything else. You don't need a sauce. You don't need, you need a good just salt and pepper. You know what I mean? That makes a great steak. And that's Tom Lawler. He's a great steak. Um, I wish, look, he's, he's, he's carrying the, the flag, you know, and, and I, I wish it got more recognition. Maybe we can help in that. I don't know. But I, I wish his – what he has meant for a brand that has has really meant nothing um, in the beginning and has turned it into a TV show that I wish more people would watch and is vastly underrated, I think um, speaks volumes to what kind of talent he is. And, again, when this clears up one day, hopefully he'll make a, a splash overseas. Yeah, I think Tom Lawler and Fred Russell got really good chemistry. If I remember correctly, they had a great match on Strong last year. And now with the stakes being increased with the Strong title on the line, I thought the feud, the build-up to this was tremendous. One of the best feuds in New Japan as a whole this year. And I was I was hoping for an intense match that would uh, that would you know be befitting of the, the feud and you know, the great promos that have been leading into this. And I don't think it disappointed. I thought this was hard hitting. There were lots of nasty bumps. And what I particularly enjoyed was the submission scrambles back and forth because there were some real moments where I thought it could have gone either way. And they they mixed in some sort of flash pinfall attempts into the submission scrambles. So I thought there was a lot of drama in that. Genuinely had me on the edge of my seat because I, I thought Fred Russell might have a shot of winning. So I thought it was really exciting and a, a tremendous match between these guys. Um, I just wanted to pick your brains actually about Alex Zane and Tyler Russ. Obviously, Tyler Russ came out at the end and made the challenge for the, the strong title. These were two guys who were working strong initially and then got snapped up by NXT and then right. <laughs> after about a month were released and have gone straight back into strong. Do you have any issues with that at all, with New Japan just welcoming nah. them back with open arms? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have a problem with it during normal times to be truthful like like i don't i'm not gonna well they're guys that went and they were gonna make if let's put it this way if they were gonna if they were looking to make money in the sport of professional wrestling and uncle paul pull writes the check um, you know, even though it's not a ton, like they don't get paid a ton at you know to start out at NXT, but the idea, the upside, I think is is higher than anywhere else. Um, I still think it's higher than what even like AEW would have offered, um, if, if they did offer. So no, I, I mean it didn't work out, and now they're back. And 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 that's exactly what Strong is. Like Strong's not going to sign them to a two year deal. They're not signing anybody to two year deals. Um, it's it's a place where people can go and work and do a handful of tapings and hopefully do some live dates. Um, you know, if everything goes as planned, hopefully that remains. Um, 
Now, I, I harbor no ill will toward someone who, you know, that was that was a shot to make more money. And it didn't work out. And now, you know, I think both both the company and and the wrestlers, um, you know, they're 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 benefiting from this. So I got no problem with it, dude. Yeah, Why do, do do people have problem with it? No, no, not at all. Just you okay. know, some some companies can be funny about that. You know, like, oh well, you you walked out on us, so you're not welcome mm. here. But I'm I'm glad to see both of them back. I hope it works out for them. Um, okay, so here we go then. Uh, the big event, the big match everyone's talking about, Damon. Road to Tokyo Dome, KOPW 2021. <laughs> Christmas Eve in Korakuen Hall will be an end-of-year party match between Toriyano and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Both competitors must drink at two-minute intervals. Yano's <laughs> proposed beverage was Japanese sake, and Kanemaru's proposed beverage was whiskey. So the bebbler asked, did you vote for whiskey or sake in the big KOPW decision match? Is this match finally a good payoff for a year and a half of KOPW? I know KOPW is nonsense, but I don't hate this. I think this could be quite funny. I'm going to watch. I it. think so too. I don't. I don't necessarily have a problem with this. I mean, look, it's silly and goofy and nonsense, and but that's exactly what this KOPW has been and is. Um, like I would take I, this a, a silly drinking match between Yano and Kanemaru over a <laughs> thirty-minute Chase Owens match at empty right. dome, you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, like it's it's the lesser of two. Pardon the pun. Lesser of two evils. Um, I think it could be fun. I think it could be cool. I mean, they're gonna. I mean, if it's legit, I, that that's what I really want. I want these. I want them to to have shot glasses all around the ring. Uh, <laughs> I want them to be hammered. But then we're taking the 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 safety of our. Of our of our pro wrestlers in jeopardy. I don't want anybody drunk in the ring and you know getting sloppy, vomiting <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, peeing their pants or something. Uh, but yeah, I, oh, I mean, Yano shit himself again. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so is, is it the, is it the whiskey the, the whiskey win or does this, yes. or is it I, yeah? Win? I think the whiskey. I don't know if they've closed the voting yet, but I think whiskey was way ahead in the polls. Yeah, so a huge advantage yeah. for Kanemaru there. Do you think he's going to do it? Is he going to become the king of pro wrestling for this calendar year? Yes. What do you think of that? Yes. I think this will be the match that'll do it. Unless, uh, you know, all right, I'm trying to think of like what would be the hoodwink of, of, of Yano? Like how would he get out of consuming large amounts of alcohol? Like what would, well, he's going to spit it out, right? Okay. Uh, I don't A series of elaborate distractions and he empties yeah, his glass into a nearby <laughs> flower pot. <laughs> right. uh, oh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. You're so you're so creative now. Got all these wacky ideas. Look at him. Drinking match. Lordy low. On Christmas Eve, nonetheless. On Christmas Eve. Uh, Christmas is not a big deal over there. You know, they don't do the, the they, they're more New Year's clothes, but yeah. KFC, they isn't like, it? That's, that's the Christmas dinner of choice. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing how that happens? It's just like one little marketing thing, and then boom, it's like, that's the thing. That's the thing, Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's By the way, nobody calls it Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore, right? It's just KFC. They're just KFC, right? I think that's true. Yes. But why am I going on about Kentucky Fried Chicken? Oh, there was an interesting video I watched on YouTube about that. It was like myth-busting, myth and there was, I'm sure you all heard the 
urban legends that they were forced to do that because the uh, the, uh, the creatures that they use for the food is technically not chicken. Apparently, that's all bullshit. Oh. Like, there, there was, yeah, there was, yeah, it was an interesting video. I think it might have been the food theorists. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, again, I don't want to go down the tangent of all tangents talking about KFC, but uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, shall we talk about Wrestle Kingdom? We can, we can do that. Being that it's what two weeks away, at the, something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, nearly exactly two weeks away. Uh, doesn't what do you think like of the it? lineup? Like we uh, we did a show, and uh, probably you know what, a couple hours later, they 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 finally whipped out those cards. What 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 was your what was your initial reaction, Joel, to nights one and two at the Suitabashi Station Tokyo Dome? Well, let me read them out first so I can refresh my memory. So January 4th, we've got our opening match is the New Japan Rambo, final four to advance to the KOPW 2022 four-way the following night. First match is Yo versus Show. Second match is Rocky, Taguchi, Tanahashi against ELP, Ishimori, and Kenta. Third match, Bushi, Sanada, Naito against Osprey, Okada, Jeff Cobb. Fourth match is Shibata versus X. Fifth match is Ishii versus Evil in the Never Championship match. Sixth match is the Heavyweight Tag Championship match. <laughs> Yoshihashi and Goto against Dangerous Techers. The Junior Heavyweight Championship, Hiromu against Despi. And then World Heavyweight, Shingo versus Okada. So a couple of questions on this. Matthew says, with Obari saying he wants 10 match cards on both Tokyo Dome nights, can slash will New Japan pull together a compelling show top to bottom? These might be joint intermission watches on current evidence. And Elliot says, because of the new seemingly mandatory two-night Wrestle Kingdom setup, the meaningless multi-man tanks on night one feel like an inevitability from now on. But are there two better, more interesting matches they could have booked in those spots? Uh, I mean, looking at this, it's I want to watch Yo versus Show. I'm sure that would be good. But matches two and three with those six-man tags, yeah, I said, that, 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 that doesn't feel very Wrestle Kingdom to me, David. I, mean, I think everything from the fourth match onwards will be good to great. But, I think it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Evil versus Ishii. Is that going to be great? Yeah. I think it will be. What do you think of that? No. Good. I, I love the optimism. <laughs> I think it could be. I think it could I think be, be very fun. good. Yeah. Yeah. My problem is, is what, you know, I'm not, you, you can't go into it with any hopes. Like, like on, on paper, that could be a very good match. But the problem is, is are you going to invest yourself in a 20 minute match? Just to get the fucking rug pulled from out under your feet. Nonsense, bullshit, stuff that'll just leave a a sour taste in your mouth. And you'll be like, I I wasted that. That was a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, Just just for the listeners, we are going to do our full preview of all the matches next week's episode. So we're not going to get into like the minutiae of that, but just thoughts on the, the card as a whole this week. So, yeah. I mean, I was underwhelmed. I'm not going to lie. I was underwhelmed. I was um, somewhat disappointed that things still couldn't have been worked out between whatever the case may be, whether it's work visas or or anything. It just it feels like a solid show that we look. Okada, let's let's go from the t- top down. Okada and Shingo will be great, right? We can agree on that. No doubt. Despi and Hiromu, right? Yes. Great. That'll be great. Right? So, boom. Back to back. Great. 
What's our what's our semi main event there? Ishii and uh, and Evil. Uh, so anyway, Hiromi Despi. Uh, sixth match before that will be Dangerous Techers against Yoshihashi Goto. That could be very good. It will be. I'm confident this will be good, and I don't think this is going to have the bloat that I think a lot of tag team matches have suffered from this past year. I think this will be under twenty. Is that fair to say? And I think okay. it will be it will be better for it. I think. I mean, I like Yoshihashi and Goto. I know they're not the sexiest, most exciting, or freshest team, but two really good wrestlers and put in a big spot here. This is is this the biggest Yoshihashi match of his career? You know, getting a big title match at the Tokyo Dome. I think it will be. It will be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in 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 you know modern memory, yeah, yeah. Um, Be good. Uh, Ishii Evil. If I had to pick one opponent to sort of drag Evil to a more dynamic match, it will probably be Ishii. And yeah, Shibata versus X. Obviously, that's going to be huge. Very intriguing. Yo and Show, I like. I thought they had a really good match the first time. And it's just those two, the second and third matches. I'm sure they'll be fine, but it's just it's just not a good look, is it, for Wrestle Kingdom having Mike Mad tags? But I mean, they've had like, multi tags on this. Yeah. So that's a quarter of the cards. Maybe I'm being too. Me too. I mean, no right. one looks really good. That's a, that's a really good card. Maybe that's not. A good like card. A, it's not like your vintage Wrestle Kingdom cards of old, but under the circumstances, probably the best that we could expect. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we went through that, and that is like you're going to get solid matches. And you're right, the sexiness factor. It, it, you know, it might not be there. Maybe the main event. Yes. Um, all of these matches feel like they're they're. Good matches to great matches, just not a lot of buzz or hype or what have you. Um, nothing feels epic. Nothing feels like nothing feels like Wrestle Kingdom. And to to emphasize that point just a little bit more, um, that's going to be a tough sell in a building that might not be as full as it has been in previous years, right? Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to look on the bright side here. It's the holiday season. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let bygones be bygones and, and, and come into this with a little bit of an open mind while it's not the sexiest and while it's not a full house when it comes to everyone that could possibly be at Wrestle Kingdom, that is a solid card. And we haven't even discussed Shibata versus X, who that possibly could be. That could be a very sexy name. That could be a, you know, I think a lot of people are speculating Suzuki. Um, I that And if it is, that would be fucking great. Are you, can you imagine them hitting that fucking music? Shibata's in the ring? Yeah, that's what I think it's set up for, just that pop. And they've done that a few times, just the, the Kazanina array. Yeah. Everyone goes, ah. So... That seems like you mean to tell me you you at home? Yeah, you mean to tell me you at home? You're not gonna fucking jump out of your seat when they when they hit that music if that does happen. Now again, how many times have been we've been let down? How many times have we been self booking and we book ourselves into a fucking frenzy hoping that something happens and it doesn't? Because you know, guess what? If it's fucking El Samurai that walks out, we're gonna be like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like if it's like nobody that we give a shit about. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. What if if there is Noah involvement? What if there is something that sets up something on, on a card three or four nights down the road, right? Could possibly be. I'm not going to say there is. And you could speculate the entire fucking roster till the sun comes home. Fujita. Um, <laughs> I mean, whomever. Whoever you want. My point being is this. X, you're gambling. You're, you're, you're gambling. And you're gambling with your upside and your expected return. Uh, and you're looking for a positive expected return. And there is a possibility that it will be shit. There's also a possibility that it will be great. And it will be a fantastic moment. You, you got you to gotta, you gotta bet. You, you got you to gotta put your chips in. And I, I, I kind of dig that. I kind of I like the potential upside of that. Um, could, it, could it be garbage? Could you, you know, get beat? <laughs> you know, get a bad beat? Yep, you could. But let's be positive and let's hope for the best. That at least New Japan knows it's got to pull out a little something spicy, a little something with some flavor, you know, just to just to put this over the edge. But you know, even though I, I sat here and I said I was o- underwhelmed with the cards, you know, us going over it, it's a fucking solid lineup. Let's be honest, that's a solid lineup with the potential of great matches and the potential of. A nice little spicy surprise. Uh, night two, Wednesday, January 5th, we're opening with the three-way for the junior heavyweight tag tag titles with Flying Tigers against the Mega Coaches against ELP and Ishimori. Second match is a stardom special match with Starlight Kid and Mayu Iwatani against Sai Kamitani and Tam Nakano. Third match is the KOPW four-way. Fourth match is the never six-man tag championship match with Yo, Yoshihashi, and Goto against Sho, Yujiro, and Evil. Fifth match, special singles match, Sanada and Okan. Sixth match, another special singles match, Naito against Jeff Cobb. Seventh is the US Heavyweight Championship no-DQ match between Tanahashi and Kenta. And the main event is the World Heavyweight Championship match with Will Ospreay taking on the winner of Okada versus Shingo. So how do you think January 5th stacks up against January 4th? I think fourth is your winner by a clear distance. Um, let's be truthful here. The only match that I think that everyone is anticipating is the main event. I don't think there's anything on that second night where I'm like, okay, um, I, I could get pumped for this. We're, we're getting pumped over Tanahashi Kenta. I think that's not a great opponent for, for Tanahashi. Tanaha- now, again... The building, the venue, the date, Wrestle Kingdom, blah, blah, blah. Yes. If I, if I, again, if I'm a betting man and I need to put chips on one pro wrestler to have a, a stellar performance on a, any given night, or not any given night, this particular night, I think Hiroshi Tanahashi is top of the list, right? Like the, the value that you're going to get. <laughs> Is is tenfold on January fourth and or fifth. It's not a sexy match to me, uh, especially like a no DQ match. Like I feel like that 
opens up the possibilities for stuff that I don't think I'm going to enjoy. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, it was quite a choice having evil <laughs> in prominent matches on both nights. Uh, I'd say this, this card looks fine. It's more like a sort of power struggle card than a Wrestle Kingdom card, isn't it? I think there's only, as you say, one match that has match the year potential and the rest of them, well, actually, no, Naito versus Cobb. I think that I, I would include in that conversation, but all the rest of them, you're thinking, eh, that could be fun rather than, wow, I can't wait for this match. Cobb and Naito... Why am I hesitant on that match? Why why and why am I like why am I putting a ceiling on it of it's it's it should be good. I'm not expecting it to be great. Maybe that's good for my the you know, going into the show. I don't know, man. I'm not juiced up over that. Are you? Yeah, I think it's what's what I thought was going to be the G one final. Uh, two right, guys who haven't true. wrestled each other for a long time. Cobb is a, a very different wrestler to the Jeff Cobb we got wrestling Naito the first time. So, and, and I think the winner of this could well be in with a shout at having the next shot, possibly at New Beginning. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, these type of single matches on a show like this is definitely a, you know, you're, you're tipping your, your, your hand as to the future plans of New Japan. Whoever's winning that, yeah, is is challenging somebody for a big boy belt, yeah. Um, and then the rest is, I mean, we are we excited about the Never Six Man? Not given much time, right? It's not going to be given much time. Uh, not the sexiest of of opponents. Not, I'm not feeling the Never Six Man. Sorry. Uh, and then the rest we got is 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 filler stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd say there aren't any sort of throwaway matches here. They've all of the matches have stakes. The New Japan matches, anyway, apart from those two single matches, the the Sonata against Okan and Naito against Jeff Cobb. All the other ones, there is something on the line, whether it's junior heavyweight titles. The KPW, never six man's US, whatever. There's stakes for all of those. So I would rather lean on this side, like to, to follow up with the, the question we received about would it be better to have singles matches in the place? Here, they filled those two gaps with two singles matches rather than two multi man tags. So I would applaud them for that at least. But yeah, like I said, I think it's a card worthy of a power struggle, not of a Wrestle Kingdom. And I just, I hope they go back to a one night Wrestle Kingdom in the future because otherwise this is going to keep happening. Yeah. It's, it, it does feel like they, again, we talked about it many times on the show, Joel, how this company was, had a, had a lot planned and maybe they still do keep in mind. This is a big anniversary for them, right? So they, there might be shit that's going on behind the scenes right now that they have planned that, Again, will 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 give us a lot more to sink our teeth into as the show goes on, and those shows, quite frankly, are the most exciting shows, right? When shit happens during the show that you did not expect, did not see coming, that look, I'm not trying to sell the show to anybody, but my point is this: 
I don't think a lot of people have huge expectations going into this. And I know that it feels like it's cold and it might be, you know, doesn't feel like Wrestle Kingdom. A lot of times when that happens in pro wrestling, you wind up with a show that winds up being pretty fucking great and talked about and buzzworthy. And because shit develops during the show. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards, and yeah, you can open it, and look, it's going to be junk. You're, you, you know what I mean? Like, you know what you're probably going to get in those. Maybe you find that fun, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, oh, hey, look at some random cards or whatever. But if you're really in this game to, to find value and find particular cards, it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs, and it ends up being, you know, almost nothing. You know, nothing of value. Not with Arena Club. You get a display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading. So you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. And you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net, arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. I don't know, Joel. I got a strange feeling about this. Like, I'm I'm not excited by the lineups. Night one is is good. Night two, to me, is less. But they know the stakes. Like, they know what this show means. And I I don't know. I just have this, this faith in this company that they got something up their fucking sleeves. I don't think we're just going to walk away from this show. And again, I might be fucking naive and I might be let down again. And I might lose all my chips. Feels like something's up. Something's up. I think they got something up their sleeves, and I don't know nothing, but I think they got something up their fucking sleeves that we don't know about.
I hope they do. Let's have a look at Wrestle Kingdom Night 3 then. This is the Noah Supercard. Uh, so Wrestle Kingdom 16 in Yokohama Arena, Saturday, January 8th. Do I have to read the whole thing? <laughs> no, no, listen. Here's my problem with it. And I'll, and I'll tell you right now. I know people are going to say, well, you shouldn't have expected singles matches. I'm sorry. Just like I just talked about how, I, you know, they got to know the moment. They got to know the fucking, they got to have something special. They got to, and, and, and they let me down on that one. Like, like they really did. Because again, traditionally, this would be a, a show that we would get. Tag matches, people being protected. Like, why are we protecting people? We are in a crisis here. <laughs> like, we need to jumpstart interest and 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 buzz. And we can't just do the same old, same old, can we? Like, the show is a same old, same old, which kind of blows me away in the sense that. We can't think outside the motherfucking box for a second here. I don't care if ever I don't care if New Japan loses every fucking singles match. I don't care if they look at the fucking lights to every Noah guy. And it puts over Noah big time. Wouldn't that generate interest in a product on both ends and be like, "Okay, we got to get revenge on on these Noah guys who 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 caught us by surprise." And Vice versa. Noah's got a chip on their shoulder. Ah, we beat the fucking top promotion. Fuck you. We're the top promotion. And now we got something going on that that both that both promotions can, can work with. It doesn't feel that way at all. It feels like they just decided to it felt like it was two thousand and and and, and, and uh, five or six or seven. I don't understand this thinking, Joel. What the fuck are they thinking? Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you. We, we all knew we were getting a lot of tag matches, you know, all the, the politicking backstage. We've seen this many, many times before. I get it. No one wants their top star staring at the lights. We, we understand that. And I think this is, it's a fun little card. Like there's some nice lore with the matchmaking if you're deep into both promotions. I'm sure the show's going to be entertaining. That could be true. What could also be true is exactly as you said, David, we hope for more. And especially, I think, with the way it was promoted because, you know, yeah. they've slapped the Wrestle Kingdom name on this thing. Uh, it's a pay-per-view. There's a price tag. We had all the top guys facing each other down in the graphics, cutting promos on each other. They're saying stuff like, oh, I hope the bosses aren't cowards and book some proper matches. And I wasn't necessarily expecting, let's say, Shingo versus Nakajima singles match, but I wanted it. And I can yeah. be disappointed that we didn't get it. I mean, maybe we'll get it in the future. Who knows? Is this going to be a one-time deal or whatever? But I can be disappointed with that whilst also acknowledging, again, it's a fun little card. And and, and the, the latest brainworm take from the corner of Twitter that likes to get outraged over something at least once a week is, oh, stop complaining. It's for charity. No, look, I can give to charities without having to do it through the conduit of Wrestle Kingdom. Okay? Right. right? Having the proceeds go to charity does not make this card exempt from critical analysis. That is just brain dead to look at it that way. And if you're looking at this card and thinking, you know what, I'm going to wait until it's on New Japan World a week later, that is your prerogative as a consumer, charity or not. Uh, so Multiverse A says, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being a house of torture specific pay-per-view like NWO sold out, and 10 being Wrestle Kingdom 10, how excited or disappointed are you in the NJPW Noah show? And, and Damon, I want to get your thoughts on this charity angle of it too. I mean, the charity angle thing that, I mean, if if people think that it, it's beyond 
constructive criticism. Uh, I mean, I mean, you, sorry. Uh, I mean, that's um, no, <laughs> no. Well, what's the logic? Does that mean everyone is obli- morally obliged to order the pay per view because it's right? Proceeds going to charity. Like, what the fuck are you saying? What kind of analysis is that? Right. Sorry. I mean, that's. I mean, just hit stop and and throw your iPhone in the toilet because that ain't, that ain't going to be here. Um, two. I'm disappointed that they didn't capture the moment and they went and did what they would normally do in a time when outside the box thinking is desperately needed. Um, I just think of, of, of what could be done. And some of the most magical moments in this promotion's history is when they would do something like that. Like they've had many, you know, uh, invading promotions, whether it be war or it be uh, UWF or UWFI or whatever version it was that week. Or, you know, it's been done before. And even to a certain degree, Ricky Chochu, when he went back and forth between New Japan and All Japan and back to New Japan, I mean, to a certain degree there too. And even within the promotion, right, with Ricky Chochu and his group and his faction. It can be done. It's not going to hurt anyone. Do you, th- honestly, do you think people would be like, oh my God, I don't know, Shingo lost to Nakajima or Okada uh, lied down or whomever? Like, I don't, like, you have, you have a, a I don't know, why am I going on about this? Look, they did exactly what we thought they would do. I, and that's the problem. They did exactly what we thought they would do. I think the card will be good. I think the people in in you know on the show will have working shoes on. And it still can be interesting. Here's what I just don't want. I just don't want this to turn into like this nonsense pull apart brawl. And I put brawl in in air quotes, where it's like New Japan guys, you know, being held back by the young lions and the you know what I mean? That stupid, like just it could be so much better. It could be so much better, but we'll see. Look, I just I, I for the things that I have hope on for Wrestle Kingdom, I was shown that they're not going to do that with what they delivered on this this joint show with Noah, which could be so much more interesting and so much more buzzworthy. So so while I'm hopeful and 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 you know, Wrestle Kingdom. They 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 got a they got a lot of things they could do. They kind of showed their cards here with what what they're doing with the Noah uh, show. I don't know. I'm I, I was I was disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. I was disappointed again, and I probably shouldn't have been. Yeah, I mean, maybe the the little optimist of me wants to think this could be a setup for further. Co-promoted shows, and maybe we will get those singles match later on in the year. But uh, that is hope more than expectation. Uh, there are actually there are two Korakuen shows coming up in January that are on video on demand and not being shown live. And it's been a long, long time since there's been a, a New Japan Korakuen show that hasn't been live on World. So I, yeah. that did make me raise my eyebrow, thinking, "Huh, like, I wonder if there's going to be some something going on there. Like, is there a reason they're not able to show that live on World? But uh, we'll see. Sizzle Beef says, thoughts on Night 3, the odds of the Puro companies continuing working together. 
due to the lack of incoming Gaijin talent. So do you think this is going to be a recurring theme during 2022 with New Japan working together with other Japanese promotions? I hope not. <laughs> because if this is what we got. I don't want to I don't, I don't care about meaningless tag matches where there's an, a definitive pin eater. Like really? I don't yeah, honestly the stories that, like, and I know New Japan put it up on their website like there's all little backstories about why they yeah. set these matches like oh well these two used to be in a team together and this happened yep. with you know if, if you're not deep into that stuff and it's just it's meaningless I, yeah i mean i appreciate the effort that they're going through to, to, to try and find a thread that people can sink their teeth into but truth be told no like if they decided to you know oh let's partner up with all japan Okay, if I'm going to see multi-man tag matches, again, with an obvious pin eater, I don't think that that does anybody any good. I really, I just don't. Um, are, could they build to a big show, like a big joint? Could this be like the seed that is planted for that? Yes, it could be. Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. Um, it doesn't give me... Look... From what I've have seen so far, it doesn't give me hope that we have a New Japan Noah inner promotion feud like it was back in the day. I just don't have any faith in that happening. Yeah, and there's people that think that New Japan can get these guys into a G1 climax. They couldn't even do one oh. fucking show without burping up Takamichi Noku and Dick Togo right. and Geno in our faces. So, right. yeah, uh, you, you let me know when that happens. Uh, okay, well, here's something that will whet your appetite. Andrew says, how would you feel about the living legend, Keiji Muto, pinning Okada in the main event of January 8th, then defeating him at Golden Series to win the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, uniting the past and future wow. of New Japan to celebrate their 50th anniversary. I think it would draw interest and add prestige to the title after it spent its first year being held by a variety of upper mid-carders by putting it around the waist of a true legend of the sport. Do you agree? And that is my question. Okay. I, I, I think it's a fair question. Um, I think of any one of the, of, of the Noah guys... He has the most name recognition to even casual Western fans. Again, that's this, that's not the criteria here, mind you. But okay, here's my problem. And I haven't watched everything. Please don't get me wrong. I haven't watched everything. But in the sample size that I have, the dude can't fucking move anymore. Like, they're going to have to... Like to have a singles match and have it be really, really good, they're gonna have to pull out like all kinds of fucking smoke and mirrors. David, this um, is a company that just put Maccabay and Honma in an entire world tag league, so that's, that's never stopped them before. That's a good point. Uh, I'm gonna say this very truthfully, and I mean this from the bottom of, of my heart. I wouldn't care. There's not one guy on that New Japan Pro Wrestling roster that I would have a problem lying down if it meant we're going to further a program and we're going to be building for shit throughout the year. I would have zero problem. Okada, Tanahashi, Naito, Abushi, you name it. I would have zero 
problem if it meant we were building towards something in the future. No problem whatsoever. How's that grab you? And if and if that's you know a fucking seven hundred year old Muda, uh, fine. I don't. I, it's, well, can I ask you a question? What do we got to lose? <laughs> right? Like, what do we have to lose? I don't. I don't think much. I don't think much. Again, not as a one-off to build towards something and make it interesting and make it fun. Let's fucking do it. I don't care. Stu says, what are the chances you guys stop doing a New Japan podcast called Super Jcast and instead start doing a Noah podcast called Super Ncast if House of Torture keeps going? <laughs> um, honestly, if 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 we decided to do it, like if, if it got to the point where we were just like, you know what, we're just hate watching at this point. And um, I mean, I don't know if we would do it another show but it would it might not be a pro wrestling show like i wouldn't do it for another pro wrestling show like i don't know what we would do i don't know if we would do a fucking shenmue walkthrough or what we would do but i i i it's it's new japan or bust you know what i mean i don't think i don't think i don't here's the thing i don't really have the want to get into another wrestling promotion like if i don't have the want to pop on aew consistently then i don't have it's not there, you know what I mean, and I and uh, you know, nah, I don't think I would do that. I don't know about Joel, but I wouldn't do it. Uh, I think I don't know. Maybe we could just continue to <laughs> call each other every week and just have a little chat and record it. <laughs> just I, I, I would have no problem. I would have, let me tell you something. If you said to do that now, I'd be like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Um, we'll just gradually just start dialing back on the New Japan talk and <laughs> yeah. just more and more off-topic questions until it's, the New Japan <laughs> phases out. Yeah, look, this is a. I'm not gonna lie. This is a big. This is another. Again, this is another reason why I'm hoping that they have something up their sleeves because this is a. This is a. I feel like this is a very pivotal moment in a lot of people's fandom in New Japan. Yeah. Uh, I can feel if they it. don't. If they don't. I, I would say maybe like by the end of 2022, if we don't have free movement of international talent, and if we don't have full capacity noisy crowds, then I think we're in trouble. Uh, we're in trouble now, Joel. I think we're in trouble now. Um, I th- they have to do something. This is here's the thing. This is the, their highest visibility show, right? This is this is their this is their flagship, and even if you know, even if there's not a lot of buzz, people know that January fourth is Wrestle Kingdom time. People know they might not be into it, but they know they they got to they got to they got to do something because even if the people aren't into it right now, if it's hot, if it if it, if there's a show that is just like really great and there's some interesting shit going on and some stuff that leads to the future people will tweet it it'll get out there and people will find a way to watch the show and if they agree we have a better chance of new beginning people hopping back on you know getting get getting get, get new japan cup getting back on board um if they don't do anything buzzworthy they're not going to get that those people who have left. And B, 
if it's if it's a wet fart, <laughs> I just did a wet fart. Uh, we're gonna lose more people. I hate I hate to say that, but we are. Like if this turns out to just to be a show, we're fucked, man. We are fucked when it comes to this promotion. We we've run out of time. I hate to say it. We've run. We, uh, 2022 is too late. It's too late. We're fucked. We're fucked. If 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 they don't have something up their sleeve, I I have I'm, I'm I, I, like I go back and forth. I'm somewhat confident, and then I, then I the reality sets in of what they were actually doing, and it's like I'm not that confident they have anything up their sleeve. They have a good show. They have they have a, they have a pretty great lineup for night one. Night two struggles. I'm not gonna lie. We got we got. It, this is a this is a very pivotal time in this country in this country in this company's pro wrestling stature. It, at the very least, in this country, in in the West, I will say that it's just interesting looking at the uh, New Japan website with this card on it and seeing who they have. Uh, renders for like which no wrestlers they have renders for so i mean there's people you'd expect there's they got ones for marafuji sakuraba sugura shizaki obviously they got one for keiji muto but i'm going to send you the link because <laughs> you have to see the render they got from muto it's okay. just it's very very funny it, it popped me when i saw that uh, while you're looking at that i've got a few questions to read here so uh, kevin says you surprised to see that zach saber jr is the only gaijin gaijin sorry on the new japan versus no cards uh, yeah i was a little bit surprised that united empire are not included on this i, I mean i was wondering is that going to be an angle are they going to you know run in and, and beat down a new japan or a noah guy uh, so yeah that one did raise my eyebrow because i thought we'd be getting Osprey and Marafuji, that seemed to be something that was hinted at. Maybe we'll get that in the future, but uh, yeah, not seeing him on this card was a little bit of a surprise. And yeah, Eric asks, uh, can New Japan return to form with Noah DDT, Dragon Gate, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling and Stardom all producing better content? Is there a way New Japan can recover? And yeah, I think David just talked about that really. I think New Japan needs something big this year. And his second question says, are you surprised there's basically no hype surrounding sh- the Shibata return? If this was 2018, it would have broke Twitter. So, yeah, I mean, maybe Shibata would be one of the things that New Japan need to get things back on track. But I just think it's th- there's a, a multitude of things. I think, you know, the weird booking, the, the sort of, the the unforced errors, like the, the weird booking decisions, all the, the fuckery with the heavyweight title, House of Torture, all that stuff. Those are unforced errors that need to be addressed. And then there's also the external stuff like the crowds and the travel, which is not in their hands, but we, we really want to see that being fixed uh, in, in the next kind of the year. Um, Spanner heads. Yeah, you know what? I'm yeah. sorry, not to, not, but the, you know, the idea, like it's not as buzzworthy, buzzworthy, worthy, I'll get it out, um, as we thought it would be with Shibata, right? But know that. It is the hottest thing that the promotion has right now. So take the level of where it is and know that that's as high as it's going for New Japan right now. <laughs> like that's the thing that that is that people are talking about when it comes to New Japan is Shibata's return. And the feeling is is that boy, if this were another time, this would be like on fire, right? Exactly. Uh, and I'm looking at uh, um, Mudo's 
um, picture. And yeah, it's it's from another time. <laughs> they haven't updated this in like 30 years, have they? No. It might as, they might as well just have just put like a picture of fucking George Washington on the fucking thing because that's how old the picture is. I mean, let's put it this way. It's a full fucking head of hair. He's got a full head of hair. I mean, how long ago was that? 89? 90? Come on. Please. Yeah, I think I might have undersold it when I said 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he's got he's got the uh he's got the old school IWGP title. Uh and in the, yeah, this is like right before he joined uh NWO. So NWO was like 93 or 94, maybe, was it? 90, 90, 90 something. Um yeah, he's got a full fucking head of hair. I mean, I think there's a little Photoshop going on here too, because I don't like that that hairline he's got rocking there. That's that's a little filled in, even for that time. Um, yeah, yeah, they 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 went into the archives for this motherfucking picture. Yep, that's for sure. Uh, Spiderhead says, with the booking and match order on night three, does that change who you think will leave night two as the world champion? It should be pointed out that the Noah card, the match order has not been finalized so we don't know what the main event is i assume it's going to be okada and tanahashi against uh, muto and kiyomiya that's my assumption yeah that's the money match right with, with okada being uh, iwgp champion at that point yeah that's the money match right like putting will osprey in that match <laughs> come on please <laughs> right nobody that's doing yeah okay we yeah uh, Daryl says, do we know how the Japanese fans feel about guys like uh, Osprey, Juice, Jay, Farley, etc.? These are all dojo guys or have permanent residency in Japan. I know the situation is more complicated than this, but do a segment of fans feel betrayed by their absence? And what about the office? Have any bridges been damaged or burned here? Have any of the talent's responses legitimately angered the office or is it seen as just part and parcel of these strange times? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out about the second part. Uh, if, if, if you know our history... You know we got something lined up right around the corner. So uh, we'll find out, uh, and hopefully we'll get an honest response. Um, I don't know if I shared this with you or not, and I don't think I did, and I don't know why I didn't. I'm going to share something with you off the record, off the the mark here, if you don't mind, um, for right now, and then we'll decide on the air if we're going to share it with the crowd how about that that sounds like fun right um i was gonna say if you look at the new new beginning usa cards whenever they emerge that will be telling on how you know the company are viewing these talent at the moment you know who is there who isn't there how they're booked i think that will probably tell us a lot because at the moment we've only got promotional stuff to go by but i'll be curious to see you know specifically with guys like finley and juice are they still around at that point who knows so yeah that will be something yeah. to keep an eye on as those cards are announced. I'll I'll uh, I'll share a little bit with uh, the audience right now. Um, keep in mind that over the weekend there was a rather large pro wrestling uh, convention get together. Whole bunch of wrestlers were there. Um, some of the names that you might be familiar with: uh, Arn Anderson, Doctor D. David Schultz was there. Uh, also in attendance at this was one Jay White. Jay White on the show. Uh, I will share with you a firsthand report. How's that sound? Okay. Of 
I'll read you the text. All right, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me uh, let me sh share with you more because it was a long, long text. Um, and you can edit this any way you want. How about that? Uh, copy that, and I will send this to you. Great audio we got going on here. Boom. I mean, the the the, the rumors that I'd heard regarding Jay White. I can't remember who said this first. I think it might have been mentioned on air actually, one of the broadcasts. Something related to Jay getting married and waiting for a green card in the US. That's why he's been over there so long. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's see what this says. Okay, reading that. Yep. So there were some people that. Uh, went and I don't I and the reason why I'm not naming names is because um I don't know if they are comfortable with, with the conversation getting out I and, and I just and and I don't there's nothing bad but it's just you know I just kind of want to protect the people who might not know that I'm doing this on the air uh so a picture was sent um with a person and Jay White and I was like did you ask them why he his ass isn't at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, and then uh, the person actually did. And did this, and this is a direct text, uh, and uh, did this weird answer where he said something like, uh, because of COVID, his work visa somehow expired, and now when he renewed it, they still want him to quarantine for two weeks before letting him in. I don't know, and, and the quote was, I don't know if I was buying that, but whatever. Look, I I don't know what the real re reason is. Uh, there's a there's there's a lot of people that aren't on this show that I feel like. Uh, why aren't you on this show again? Like, what's the problem? So, yeah, I don't. I I, I wish I, I I wish I had a true answer. I don't know, but I I see people going in and out of Japan and they have to quarantine. And I know we'll, we'll, apparently Will Osprey is there as well right now quarantining i don't know why it's not everyone I, I i wish i could answer that apparently there is a problem with his green card um when it comes to getting back in that's what we've heard about jay white then um, you know that's secondhand information from the horse's mouth yeah don't know what i don't know what to make of it yeah, yeah. I have no, no analysis on that. It's just I don't know who's telling the truth or whatever. Just it doesn't it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, does it? The point no. is he's not there. The point is Will Osprey got on the plane. Jeff Cobb got on the plane. There's a lot of guys got on the fucking plane. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I look. I, I don't. I don't think it's fair of me to sit there and put and 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 put what. Look, it's a weird time, and people's health health um, is is paramount. I I don't know. I here's what it is. I don't know why some people can do it and why other people can't. That's really what it comes down to. I, Maybe a bit of transparency might be useful here. Would it be helpful? Wouldn't it? But but then you get into this gray area where it's like. People's privacy and their medical, and you know, I, and I can I can appreciate that. Trust me, I can. But not for nothing, we're shutting down the NHL again, Joel. 
hockey is shut down for the Christmas. Now they normally shut down for Christmas regardless, but they're shutting down early by like a handful of days and they canceled games. I was supposed to work tonight. Flyers canceled the game because the league is being decimated by positive tests, positive COVID tests. Teams just can't, they can't roster enough players. I know everybody who's on that COVID list. I know everybody. I know, I know we know what's going on. There's a transparency. And there just doesn't feel like there is with this. And I, not that we deserve anything, but I don't know. Do we deserve do we deserve at least that transparency of why somebody is here? Like it's not 1986. You know, we don't have to keep things quiet so that somebody could show up on fucking, you know, Saturday night's main event and surprise everybody. Like, I think we're past that point of being pro wrestling fans. I don't know. Just here, I'm just so frustrated with it, Joel. I got to be honest with you. It's really, I, I feel like I've bitten my tongue a lot on this. This has just been a frustrating fucking year when it comes to this. And not that I deserve anything or, or anybody listening to the show deserves it, but just some answers would be nice. Just, and I know it's difficult getting into the country. And I know that, you know, a lot of the, 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 this is, is government red tape. What the fuck is going on? I was going to transition to a question here from Luis. He says, why was it so hard to be a New Japan fan this year? Was it too much shithousery or the crazy booking decisions? Uh, yeah, I think maybe this episode in a nutshell is capturing yeah. our frustration and the frustration, I think, of a lot of fans. You know, Reddit are going to shit on us. Like, oh, these guys are so negative. But I, I feel we are an authentic representation of the fanboys. I mean, it's, I don't think it does anyone any favors if we do this sort of false positivity and trying, oh no everything's great because xyz like it's not you know they're hemorrhaging subscribers and fans the, the product's ice cold and it would be disingenuous and insulting to you the listener if we pretended otherwise i there is no one on planet earth and i will go to my grave saying this that is more passionate about this product than me and you that's not like i'm not trying to kick somebody when they're down but if I'm doing if I, right, but if I'm being honest and I'm being genuine with you, don't what do you do? You, people do, do people want that in 2022? Do you want genuine, honest opinions, or do you just want to feel good about what you like? Like if that's what you want, maybe maybe there really isn't an audience for us anymore, Joel. Because if that's what it is, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I don't think that makes for good listening. I don't think that I, – I don't know. I just don't understand that line of thinking of make me feel good about the things that I like. And I'm not going to knock you if that's what you like. Like if you're enjoying this right now, good on you. Awesome. I'm thrilled for you. I can't do that. I'm sorry. I can't do that. 
Shall we talk about some festive stuff then? Look, with Christmas around Let's the corner. Let's do it. A bit of positivity. Uh, Dr. Gary says, no question. Just want to wish you both a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hope you and your families have a grand old time. Thank you for another year of superb entertainment. You guys make the world suck a little less. We, we appreciate oh. you, Dr. Gary, and, and all the kind well wishes you had. Uh, Bash has been listening to Christmas songs all week, even though I'm a Muslim and don't really celebrate it. What are your favourite Christmas songs? Merry Christmas oh. and Happy New Year. Thanks for having my back this year with my scary time with the Rona. So do you have a favourite favorite christmas i personally i have been singing the 12 days of christmas a lot especially when teaching and it's been annoying all my kids which <laughs> has made it even more fun for me just sort of going up to their kids and go five gold rings uh, that's been very good <laughs> tremendously entertaining good. for me uh, any favorite christmas songs for you well well first let it be known that i love this time of year i i love it and for people who have listened to this show for many years you know it. I look forward to it every year. And yes, I will be heading back down to Baltimore and seeing the friends and it will be a wonderful time and we will be safe. So, But thank you for your well wishes. Yes, I have favorite Christmas songs. Uh, I do love the Do They Know It's Christmas, uh, Simon Le Bon and, and company. 80s pop stars. British pop stars. Uh, I do like that song a lot. Uh, I like Step Into Christmas by Elton John. Step Into Christmas. You like that one, Joe? I like... Uh, are you hanging up the stockings oh, on the wall? That's my least what? favorite. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? It's Christmas! It's just... <laughs> I love that one. It might that just one. be over my... Childhood growing up in the UK, all the supermarkets yes. you go to, that it just seems to be that song on a, a loop. Yeah, I will give you that. We don't get we don't get bombarded with it. Like it, you, you like you, you know, we're trying to be, you know, we're trying to get a little taste of the of, of Britain here, you know, uh, with that. So, uh, but I do like that one a lot. Uh, what else do I like? I like. Um, do you like the Pretenders song, Two Thousand Miles? He's gone. It's very tough. You know that one? I don't know that one, no. All right, all right. Um, my, my rendition's probably not that great. Um, what else do I like? I like, uh, oh, my God. I We have a I have a playlist that we play every year, uh, Driving Down to Baltimore. Let's see if I can uh, remember some songs from this playlist uh i love christmas songs i really do um here we go how about uh do you like wham's last christmas yes last I do like that christmas one. have you seen the youtube video of me making a christmas ham with that song in the background no i have not oh, I'll I'll i need that you. to be sent over please i like christmas wrapping you know the christmas wrapping by uh the waitresses merry christmas merry christmas oh, yes, i think i'm this this one this love that one uh, I like uh, I don't like a lot of the traditionally ones. Uh, the worst one is which one is the? This is the worst one. That rocking around my Christmas tree. Have a happy. Oh, I hate Maybe that. One. We'll have some fucking pie. Right, <laughs> <laughs> some fucking pie, fucking pie. Oh, I hate her. Um. I hate her and her fucking pie. Um, what else do I hate? I hate simply having a wonderful Christmas time. 
I quite like that one as well. I just, uh, you know, the, the, the Slade one is the only one I don't like. All the others bring me some sort of festive joy. Yeah. And then there's the one, the Beach Boys do a song. Oh, the man with all the toys or something like that. Ugh, that one is terrible. That one stinks on ice. Um, and we should do a Christmas song podcast. It'd be great. Uh, let me ask you this. From an expert, a uh, cinema expert as yourself. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? <sighs> uh, <laughs> Who gives a Sure, shit, right? why not? <laughs> exactly. This is one of those things that I think I, do, I, I don't really care either way. If you think it's a Christmas movie, fine. It's not for me. It's not something I watch every Christmas. Yeah. I've never I'm alone. It. That's the go-to Christmas film. Yeah? Mm, look at you. Joe Pesci in that, right? Joe Pesci's yeah. in that? Well, here's a good one. Steel O'Neill says, got any backlogs you're hoping to work through over Christmas? I'm going to try and play Control, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Spirit Fair. Also, thanks for slogging through an uninspiring year of grappling despite those occasional gems. Uh, so I, I had started Yakuza Zero, which I was enjoying a lot. Uh, actually, running around in Yakuza Zero, and you can see some like real-life shops and chains. And I ran past a ringer hut, and then I, I saw that, and I thought, huh, there's a ringer hut just down the road from me here in Bangkok, and I went to try it. I went for dinner with Esther and my mum at Ringer Hut. I really liked it. So there you go, Yakuza Zero bringing, <laughs> expanding my culinary horizons. Um, I, mean, I, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, do the kids, I mean, obviously not Arthur, but uh, do, they, do they understand the Christmas? I've been opening the advent calendar with Esther, and she um, loves that. Okay. <laughs> she, when I, I, I keep, keep it in the fridge, and I say, "Okay, let's open the calendar." And she goes, "Kaya, Kaya," which I guess is her <laughs> way of saying calendar. She wrenches it out of my hands and runs off and sits down with it. She she loves playing with the advent calendar. Uh, she nice. loves the Christmas tree, so she's like points that tree and baubles with bubble and the, the reindeer's deer. She just she loves the the trees and the decorations. Um, nice. So she's yeah she's she's into it. I think she's probably nice. going to be quite upset and disappointed when when it all gets put put away. I would Good say I mean, by next Christmas she will she will know what's going on. But yeah, she loves yeah. it. I love it. That's that that warms my heart. You know what makes me happy? Like there are times where it's like doing the show is really frustrating, right? And like when you hear nonsense from wherever, and you're just like, why am I doing this? You know what the fuck? I'm you know do I need this in my life? And then people write nice shit. And that's I. You never remember the the nice shit, and I'm going to try to do my best to remember the nice shit more often because that really that. Thank you, everyone who is nice. Thank you, everyone who's nice to us. Thank you. I, we Seriously, it. right? I think everyone should be as, as trite as it sounds. Everyone should be nicer to each other next year. Please, and that and, <laughs> includes and, us. Be nicer to us. Yeah, <laughs> stop, yeah, stop yeah, quoting just us. And saying nasty <laughs> right. things. I don't like it. Right. We're not we're not bad people. Why are you? Why are people not? I don't understand. I don't understand it. All right, um, where are we going with this? You got. I was going to talk about my Christmas playthrough of Shenmue, which I wasn't oh, yes. able to do last year. But every year, I, every year at Christmas, I like to play Shenmue because that is a Christmas game. And if you play the game long enough, then it actually becomes Christmas Day. So you can see Santa walking around in double eater, and they start playing Christmas music. And yeah, to me, it's just synonymous with Christmas. So I've been enjoying that. 
uh, <laughs> my parents here watching me play it. <laughs> They're like, yeah. is this the same game that you were playing in 1998 with your permits for money? I was like, yep. <laughs> that I threw the machine out. I want to get, I, I swear to you, before they go back, I need them on the show. I need to have a sit. I need to have a special interview. I want to. I want a podcast. De- I just want a one-on-one interview with both of them. I want to know. I, I need to know. I need to know all of it. I need to know. I need to know Joel's back history. Uh, that will be that. That to me, that that's better than Kevin Kelly. <laughs> right? God's cry. I'm just going to shudder to think what kind of. I, mean, I thought it was bad enough when Mally did her running last year with the. <laughs> I'm going to be like, did you throw out his video games? You threw that out. You didn't even tell him because your fingers were bleeding. I remember that story you told me. Yeah, my Super Nintendo. I got blisters on my thumbs from doing Hadoukens. (laughs) Hiya! And then she fucking tossed it out the window. Oh, come on. Terrible. All right. um, All right, listen, you got to go to work. You watch Kirby Enthusiasm? Yes, yes, all the time. I've been catching up on the most recent series of that. We my dad watched the episode last night with uh, the the clansman. Oh my god, that was so funny! I don't know if you've seen it, but that just... I haven't seen any of the new. Uh, I again, I watch a lot of hockey, but now I'll have some free time. I'll just catch up on that, and then I, I got to catch up on um, Sunny. Um, the new season's out, and I haven't caught any of that yet. So that, that could be the back, the B plan, David. If the new plan thing doesn't work out, we can be a curb podcast. Well, that's getting canceled too. I mean, was it Jeff? <laughs> didn't he get in trouble for being a total douchebag? Did he? Um, uh, like on the set or something? I don't know. Like, uh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Look, it's Christmas time. I think everyone should take a deep breath, celebrate with your friends and family, enjoy some good food, enjoy some drinks, be safe, please. Go get vaccinated. I, you know what? Why am I saying that? If you haven't gotten vaccinated, you're not going to get vaccinated. Uh, what am I going to do? I don't hate you. I hope that you are safe. That's what I hope. So for that mean person who said something on on comments on YouTube, I hope you are safe. And I want the best for you and your family. What do you think of that? Huh? You didn't think They'll so? be packed. They always come back. I know. I don't understand. Uh, listen, we'll tweet out something about Jay White so everybody can get all... Wild. We'll just make something up. <laughs> yeah, we'll just make something up. Like we always do anyway. We're, uh, uh, whatever. All right. Um, listen, you got to go to work. Teach your, teach your children well. No, I don't. I've got, I've got three oh. weeks holiday, my friend. But we'll, we'll use that as an excuse to end the podcast anyway. All right. <laughs> I want to go back to bed. Very good. That sounds good. All right. Wrap it up. I got I I to send this over. We had a technical uh, snafu on our end. So Dan's got a little work ahead of him. He's not going to be happy with this. He's probably all drunk and shooting music videos right now, like he always is. I'll get it up in the morning, lads. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> great impression. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, right. Redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash J dash cast if you want to throw some Christmas money our way so oh. I can uh, put some presents on the table for my children. Uh, Discord link if you want that. I, I tell you, what, you, you know, I've got to hand it to Discord. It's great these days there's some really interesting conversations going on there so if you want the link to that you can send me a dm on twitter at cobra kawaii and pro forward slash super jcost if you want to buy one of our t-shirts and as always thanks to editor dan on twitter at lousy hero 219 subscribe to the voices of wrestling podcast network oh, make sure you vote in our awards that's yes 
give us a five-slip review on iTunes. Twitter link is at the Super Jcast. Thank you everyone for listening. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy New Year and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>